When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. Welcome to another episode of Schmodown Backstage. We're here. It's Tuesday. Running a little bit late, obviously, on account of that incredible Kevin Smith interview. Uh, what an unbelievable Man. experience that was to watch. That was the, one of the cooler things I have seen on SEN. Uh, Goddard, you were there. I was. The stories that guy has, like some of them you've heard, you know, like the Bruce Willis cop-out stuff. But even that, like you have like a fresh take on it about, you know, like, hey, day one, no ad libbing. Bruce Willis has one ad lib and the whole shoot. It just goes downhill from there. Yeah, it was cool to hear and talk, tell the cop out stories, because I think, you know, th- those of us that are, are fans of Kevin Smith notoriously all kind of know he and Willis had issues. He's talked yeah. about it a bunch publicly. So when he started going down that road, I was like, oh, this is great. This is just what I want to hear. Exactly. Um, yeah, it was pretty funny stuff. But anyway, uh, that's that is why we're starting a little late today, guys. So this is Schmodown backstage here on the Schmodown Entertainment Network. Uh, my co-host John Roca is not here today. Goddard's going to be kind of helping us out, jumping between guests. We we only have a few minutes with each of our guests, obviously, because the show is a little shorter. Um, but uh, I, it is important to have a partner in crime here. So thanks for uh, for for filling in, Goddard. I appreciate you being here. Always happy um, to be here. Talk Schmodown. Yeah, man. So our guests today are pretty pretty great. We've got Marisol McKee, who's a brand new rising star. She'll be coming on in just a minute here. We do have Koi Jandro and Mark Riley. Uh, we'll be getting little bits and pieces from those guys as well as we, you know, lead into uh, big stuff this weekend. Obviously, uh, who's the boss with a with a chance to play against Shazam uh, this Friday? And so, you know, Koi and it believes in his guys. We already gave them plenty of screen time last week, so we're gonna give Koi a little screen time this week. And of course, Mark Riley will fill in. The uh, well, we won't get a full hour of Pinsock Exchange, but we'll get at least thirty minutes. So at least thirty minutes. Got it. You know, got to have. Got to get our fix. Got to get our fix. Got to get. Got to get the fix. So anybody who's watching right now, you guys know uh, we do a lot of cool stuff over here on the Schmodown Entertainment Network. But it is all run off of your generosity with your Streamlabs and your super chats. The Schmobot is on. You can say 
any number of things with the Shmobot. Um, and we have a special system now where for, for 30 bucks in the Super Chats, it actually will activate the Shmobot as well. So we'll be getting all of those throughout the show today. Uh, huge pay-per-view coming up this Friday. As I mentioned, you have Founding Fathers going up against Corruption. Uh, title match for the ages. Going to be unbelievable. The undercard being, of course, who's the boss versus Shazam. You guys can get your tickets at theshmodownlive.com or become a patron today. Go to patreon.com slash theshmodown the single best value the Shmodan offers. It's 10 bucks a month. You get all of the live streams, literally everything extra that the Shmodan offers in terms of programming you get for 10 bucks a month, better than any streaming service. Look, I got Disney plus and with the delay of the Marvel shows, man, I shouldn't have even gotten it. I should just be getting Shmodan every month. Actually. I yeah. Do, so I do both. Um, anyway, now you need, now you need <laughs> Disney plus for that, that Pixar slice, man. Ugh, I know, dude. I, I, in, a, in a practice in a, in a practice round the other day, I got an onward question, and I, I never finished it. I watched like 20 minutes of it, but just didn't watch it. And I totally missed the obvious question. And I was like, wow. Wow. It's that, it's that, it's that little of, of lack of preparation on something. So I was like, well, I guess I have to watch Onward before my next match. Um, I kind of hate Pixar movies. Like, I kind of love them, but I also really? kind of hate them. Like, I, I, like I, okay, I don't actually. I love a lot of them. I think a lot yeah. of them are phenomenal. There's some of them that I think are absolutely outstanding. It's just, I have a hard time watching any animated movie. Like, it, it takes me a second to, like, just adjust and get into watching it. I, I, don't, I don't know why it is. You're There's crazy. just a wall I have to break down. Yeah, well. You're crazy. So... Uh, but anyway, uh, that's enough about me. We are going to bring in our first guest today, somebody who is celebrating her very first win, somebody who is repping hard for corruption, tied for first place right now as a faction. Corruption is tied with 32 points with the Finsock Exchange just narrowly ahead of swag. We have Marisol McKee joining the show right now. And there, there she is. is. Welcome to the show, Marisol McKee. How you doing? Hi. I'm having a great day. Thanks for having me. Yeah, welcome to the show. I appreciate you being here. Uh, how are you feeling? I, I know there was a lot of pressure, a lot of a lot of hype, a lot of buildup for this first match. It's now out of the way. You got the W. Uh, did you did you feel an enormous sigh of relief? Ah, yes, absolutely, a hundred percent. You know, I was I was fortunate enough to feel um, to have a situation where I felt pretty confident going into my first match. But still, no matter who I was playing, you know, you know, I could have been playing a dish rag. It doesn't matter. Um, I was still just going to be happy that just an enormous just weight off my back that that my first match, my first impression out the gate, I got a W. Are you taking a shot at, at Bonnie and calling her a dish rag? Is that what you, I'm just kidding. I know you didn't. Do that. I'm not <laughs> oh, wow. Not my words. Um, wow. Not my words. <laughs> uh, it was out. a wild match. The energy difference was crazy with the two of you ladies. Uh, it, it really, it, I, I have never seen a player act as frantic trying to access answers as Bonnie did in that match. It's, it, she, it was wild. It was like all of her thoughts were being like coming out in her hands and her body and her body language. It was insane. Um, and then she pulled her five pointer. What was that? That was crazy. That was insane. Yeah. I, I have to give credit when credit's due. Like like I said, like I felt confident going into that match, but I learned right out the gate with my very first one, something that we all know, that never underestimate your opponent. And I would have never have seen that coming. I have to give props to Bonnie. Um, she's clearly been studying. She, got, she pulled that five-pointer. Um, she got it, and she deserved it. It's very hard to do pulling the five pointer in this day and age, especially. It's a ridiculously mm -hmm. hard five pointer. I don't mind admitting there is no chance I pull that question. I don't know about you, Goddard. But, what what uh, was the question again? I forgot it. King. It was what is the name of King Philip's father in Sleeping Beauty? Right. Or Cinderella. Holy crap! It was like Hubert or something. <laughs> it, was it was Hubert. <laughs> wow. 
that's a man that's a pull right there Jeez, maybe uh, maybe my partner rachel gets that one because she's a disney nut but i definitely don't even 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 that it's just even even getting any kind of specific like name question of a character like that in any movie is hard to do um so marisol i know i I got to speak with you a little bit uh i believe it was back in new york Uh, we talked a little bit you know as you were kind of getting ready for your debut and this was you know, just before we were just around the corner from uh, the world going crazy and, and whole the whole way we saw the Shmodan changing drastically forever. Um, so you had quite a bit of time to prepare. Have you been studying this entire time or was your recall? Because you had great recall in this match. Is that just a little more natural to you? You have a, you have that background. Um, it's natural first. Um, it's natural first. Uh, I've had that for a while. I didn't really start getting competitive about it. I was able to dabble a little bit in the fan leagues um, and practice it a little bit in that way, but it still, it just went to the next level when I got drafted. Um, and uh, when I knew when my first match was originally coming up, yeah, that was new to me to like try to um, absorb all this information on a competitive level. That was definitely like that tapped into some new, new areas of my brain that I didn't really know I had. Um, and I think it works to my advantage. I think it just adds upon you know, I'm fortunate enough to have the foundation um, and and this this strategy, this method here just really adds to it. So I'm excited. Did you did you find it hard to like find your study strategy? Because, you know, a lot of us that, you know, because I'm a rookie as well and you're just playing at home. You're like, oh, I, I know movies. I watch movies. I can get most of these questions. But, you know, we've seen and gone are the days where, hey, you like you like movies? Come, you'll do really well. Now there are the days where you have to study. Like you have to, to get those five pointers. You have to get those, those, you can't depend on spender's choice or your favorites always hitting. You have to know so many categories. Did you find it kind of intimidating to be like, okay, where do I start studying and how do I do it? Um, honestly, no, I wow. didn't. Because the way that I enjoyed, for me, like just for me, the way that I've enjoyed movies is by collecting information about them my whole life. Like, like I find, I find, I found box office mojo fascinating, rest in peace. Um, it's not what it was. Um, I find, you know, I go to IMDb for fun. Genuinely, I was that kid. Um, like I spent my time on there. Like um, collecting data and information about movies is one of the things that I enjoy about movies. So this was like a natural, um, this, this bit, like this was like a natural like evolution in how I approach my, my movie knowledge, my love for movies. Specifically, you had you had some really really impressive polls in the Meryl Streep category. Um, I and granted, like they're they're definitely they're informational polls, right? Like so, they're the kind of poll that that I know studying can get you. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the steel and cry in the dark, and also the knowledge of the of the Oscar nomination, both to me were were the kind of polls that I think un, unseasoned rookies do not get. Um, so. I mean, you don't have to admit it, but was is that a strength for you? Did you put that on the wheel, is, or did you, one of those things where you just you're good at a lot of categories? Um, I that was strategic. I'll just say that was strategic. I mean, I'm I'm a fan okay. of the show. I'm a fan of the show. I've been paying attention. You know, I watch it. Um, Meryl Streep is a beloved category. It's a beloved category, and and it's a beloved category that doesn't get enough love. You know, it's not spun enough. It doesn't come up enough. Um, and it was, again, a mix of, a mix of both. It was a mix of me knowing things and also, you know, paying attention. Doing your homework. Yeah. 
paying attention and figuring out where an opportunity, paying attention to my opponent um, and knowing and paying attention to what she's loved in the past. Um, and, you know, those are the kind of things it's like, it's like you're saying, Goddard, like those are the kind of things that you have to think about when you're going into matches like that. You have to look at like the 360. You have to think about it, not just what's something I could learn or what's like just looking at something specifically that you have to learn for that week or what you could learn. But you have to, you have to look at it in the context of your opponent and do your homework. Um, so it was a combination of that. So you've got, you got a play in game. So that gives you a hard first round matchup against Paul Oyama. Have you been watching his old matches and studying up on him? Or are you just focusing on yourself and playing your game and improving your game? Uh, I watched all his matches. I rewatched all his old matches. Absolutely. Um, you got to give yourself, you got to give yourself any, any leg up you can in this situation coming in as, 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 you know, puppy chow against a lion. But, um, but um, I, I did, I didn't dwell on it, but I did make notes, watch his old matches, made some notes and then returned to like, just cause it's not, it's not his weaknesses that would lose a match for him against me. It's going to be my strengths. So I got to focus on, on leveling up me. And that's what I did. Marisol, you could have just, you could have just sent me a, a text. I've got every single tendency and answer and everything all written down <laughs> in a notebook on that kid. I've got it all down to a science. Don't I do it. Ben Bateman's the, the little finger of the schmo down. <laughs> you think you're making a deal and he's going to, he's going to stab you in the back. I promise. Change one well, actor one year on every answer. Just, exactly. Just, just like <laughs> Well, hopefully this would be a, a, a season seven situation with little. He's going yeah. to give you the so. cha the Chaswick Bosman answers uh, of the yeah, Schmodown, the, the Trisanatortops. He's as hard of a player to prepare for Oyama, I think, as there is in the Schmodown. Because it's not that he knows as much and he's as good as like a, it's not even as good. That's the wrong word. It's He's not as knowledgeable as like Irwin or Bibiani, right? So it's not like you're going up against somebody where they're just sheer wealth of knowledge, what they know you can just lose to. Paul definitely knows what he knows and what he doesn't. You'll see it just shows he doesn't know sometimes, but his strategy and what he's willing to do to get ready for a match is on the level of any player in the entire league. So you never know what you're going to get out of him and any studying you actually do for the kid. It feels like by the time the match happens, often he'll have, he'll have noticed the same thing and he'll have fixed it or he'll have gone at a completely different angle. Um, I, I find, I find he's definitely as confusing of a player to go up against as there is. Yeah, no, I agree. It's, it's, it's like everything that I, thought about um in preparing for Oyama um I knew I was thinking about things in the same way that a new breed of player like the way a new breed of player is focusing this game so I there wasn't there's not going to be like I said there there wasn't going to be something I was going to catch him off guard or find some new angle to come at it um because yeah. he's, he's very very thorough in that way that you're describing so, you know, obviously there's a lot of uh, a lot of weight on the shoulders here of you as a new player there, you know, corruption right now uh, with, with the tie for first place. Um, there's heavy lifting that's got to be done all around, you know, all, all, all the players in corruption uh, in this tournament. There's there's definitely some excitement. You guys have a really good position. And if you guys deliver, there's a real chance to upset the exchange or, or swag, whoever ends up, you know, kind of being there today. It's, it's the exchange, but it's all it's <laughs> oh, all within the phrasing a phrasing of the question. I uh, love it. It's my favorite part of the show. Um, do you have a camaraderie with corruption? I mean, you talk to Shannon frequently. Are you guys, uh, you guys close? Um, yeah. Uh, I, I had met Shannon in um, Orlando last year. Um, I had met her there, her and Mike there, um, in Chance. Um, and already 
already got along very well with her there. Um, and then uh, when I get, got drafted, that relationship only improved. Um, and um, it picked up like steam as the season has gone on, definitely. Um, and I can say it without, without like embellishing, without trying to make it seem like, oh yeah, she's great. Um, no, she has, um, I'm very proud and excited to have her as my manager because she has done good on her part, on her commitment to me um, and giving me the time and the attention and bringing me in and making me feel like I am a part of a team with just so stacked with people who she can give a hundred percent of her time to, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't, I wasn't expecting, you know, 1% of her time, you know, I would have liked it, but I wasn't expecting, I was realistic about where I was coming in and she's made good on, on, on her role, um, on her part in making sure that I felt included and in bringing me in, which is a big thing for me too. Um, because it's been, uh, because, uh, I really, for me, this transition is one of the roughest parts for me because it's, um, something very against type. It's a, a world and a situation um, and a universe that um, is new for me. I'm not very familiar with. So I'm in the right hands. Well, that's great. Um, I'm yeah. excited to see what you do in your in your first round matchup, obviously, against Paulo Yama. Um, I'm rooting Ooh. for you guys both. <laughs> I, I think uh, it's, 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 it's an exciting matchup and, and, I, and I wish you the best with it. Um, we are going to bring on our next guests here in just a minute. Cause we obviously don't have a very long show today, but Marisol, I do appreciate you coming on the show and hanging out and, uh, best of luck with the rest of the season for you. Thanks. Thanks. Bye guys. Thanks Marisol. Take care. And coming up next, we have my teammate, uh, two time singles champion, one of the greatest players that's ever played the game as well as Mr. Koi Jandro, manager of the Quirky Mercs. We're going to be bringing them on together here. Um, this uh, Koi's always got something to say. And his guy, Kevin Smith, who obviously has a as big well time match coming up. Jandro, oh, somebody. So, so turn off your uh, Riley. This. Feels like you've got the, uh, the sound on there. Yep. All right. Uh, so just mute your YouTube. And now, and now he's back. I've got Riley in here. And we're going to bring on Koi Jandro as well. Um, Koi, your video is off. Let's uh, let's get everybody's video turned on here. So shenanigans, shenanigans. There it is. Over here. <laughs> we should have all of the problems at once. That way, there's no problems left. Uh, all right. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Mr. Koi Jandro. Welcome, Mark Riley. How you guys feeling? How, that was a crazy Kevin Smith interview. That was that was unbelievable. The Fantastic. guy talked for like two hours. Dude, I, I, we, we spoke uh, earlier in the week and I was really excited to have him on. And then the, the amount of just awesome Kevin Smith that happened, you know, you always expect like an hour, but then the second hour of just like learning about cinema and motivational speaking and all of, I mean, his movies are just Kevin Smith. So we got to have our own like Kevin Smith Schmodown movie. Yeah. I, I, here's what I was doing when I saw that. I just want to be Kevin Smith when I grow up. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm trying he's to just, do, man. He's Mall fantastic. My life. He, yeah, he really did. There's a very, he he wrote a big portion of my life that started with Clerks. Oh boy! So that was fantastic to watch, and I can't wait to see his match. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge match. Obviously, it's coming up. Uh, him versus Chris Jericho, huge deal. The undercard, of course, is going to be myself versus Andrew Guy. Um, this is on the 28th of August, but uh, mm. that's that's going to be a public thing. Everybody, every single Schmodown fan can watch that match. But what we have coming up first is this Friday. We have a huge pay-per-view, a massive, massive pay-per-view. Corruption is going to be taking on the Founding Fathers, trying to get the belt from our guys, from Dan and Rocco, with the undercard, of course, being the Shazam guys taking on Who's the boss? And hmm. uh, look, 
I got to say, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready to play these guys. You know, they uh, we gave them some screen time last week. And, uh, you know, they did okay with it. They did all right with it. I think I think those guys are I think those guys are ready enough, right? What do you think, Mark? Yeah, they look ready. I I, let's, I was on uh, yesterday with uh, with uh, Jen and 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 Brad over there, and I was hanging out with Shazam. I didn't get a chance to have you there, Ben. So they look loose. They look like they're smiling and having fun. They're they're looking into new internet connections. So I think we're <laughs> we're all set as far as having a good match. And I know you and I, buddy, are doing our prep and doing what we need to do. So I'm just. Looking forward to one hell of a match, man. It's gonna be a good match. I mean, it's a look. I'm not gonna lie to you. Those those guys are great players. That's that's they're, the they're very good. They are very very good. They they are scary good. When I say it, Coy laughs. So here's the question, Coy. What about me saying they're great players makes you laugh? Uh, I enjoy the fact that we have come from this underdog position this whole season to finally like a little respect on our name. I'm just I'm enjoying the fact that it feels like there's some momentum. Uh, I've had a really rough season of the draft high expectations turning into like well now these people are not going to play because of corona it just feels good to yeah. have uh, the team seen as we are so it's a happy laugh of uh, of seeing the joy that my quirky merch bring to others that doesn't feel like i've disappointed people since january like we're playing like i knew we would so i i'm really excited to play you guys because it, it means a, an hour of hanging out with uh with ben and riley like it's going to be a good time uh, yeah, I, I spreading my internet curse was not intentional to the Shazam team, but I'm also really excited. Like every, every time I get to hang out with those guys, I mean, the kid's insane. Like he's a little bundle of joy that makes me look calm. And then Bibbs <laughs> knows more about movies than I think the filmmakers themselves. So it's always, it's inspiring in different ways. And I've only like Ben and I, we've, we've stood side by side in a very managerial sense live but I've never played yeah. against you. We've done we've done shows together. This is going to be a different animal. And then I've known Mark forever and in, in a yeah, very man. different capacity. So this is I, I, I'm laughing because this is a, a very once in a in a season situation that I'm stoked for. Oh, you know, actually, if you could just hold on one second, Coy, let me just scour the chat here. I'm pretty sure I see Bibiani hanging out in here. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't. He hasn't said anything yet. Bibs, uh, blink twice if you're watching. Yeah, I've been looking and oh. looking. Yeah, is that? Nope, nope, <laughs> no. Nope, just a shadow. It was just a shadow. <laughs> He's studying right now, man. He's pouring the beast. Over we, we thought we spotted him over by the pond, but it was just a shadow. Everyone, so a wild the beast is not here. We had Brendan Meyer on the Action Guys on Sunday night this last week, and uh, you know the whole show was really fun. Talked about his career a lot. We talked Schmo down, and then at the end, you know, we turned the cameras off, and uh, we were talking in the you know in post for a few minutes, and, and I was saying a couple things, and everyone was like. I don't trust a word you're saying. He's like, I don't think I, he's like, I don't believe anything you're saying. I just, I never know what, what do you, is it real? And he's just, I was like, man, I'm not in this kid's head at all. I'm not in this kid's head. At all. I mean, I'm, I'm coming to this backstage the same way. When you, when you reached out, I was like, am I going to be talking to Ben or Ben Bateman? I got to make sure that I know whether or not I'm talking to Ben or Ben Bateman. And that's, and that's, it's part of the game. I love that part of the game. That was so much fun in New York. Uh, but I'm definitely not, not aware of that situation. So my answers are, are not, not calculated. Uh, but that's, no, that's don't worry, Coy. I have the switch that turns on Ben, <laughs> and I determine whether or not I I switch on my partner. Well, and that's also the, it's the same thing with with Kevin. You know, it's it's the fun of this game is it's so many more layers, and it's so hard to describe to anyone. Like it's movie trivia, but people are so so invested that it becomes something so much more. Like this is such a sport at this point. People don't stop playing X Y Z sport when they and then they walk away from the court. Like that's part of their blood. And, and with this level of competition, that's where it's gotten, especially this season. This is living and breathing Schmodown all the time. 
Yeah, well, you know, it, it is interesting, Coy. Just I think the tournament, the singles tournament that's coming up here, obviously, which is going to be taking place primarily uh, the big matches, you know, the past the first round, all after this this team's matchup we have coming. But look, we're in right now are in sixth. You guys have 11 points. Even the Droogs in last place with nine points. The reality is, you know, three or four wins from a couple people in a tournament, right? On Let's say in two different quadrants, getting, you know, into the semis. Three or four wins plus a let's let's pretend Shazam was to take us out and win the title. That's seven plus maybe an additional what like, I mean you guys could be getting into the mid thirties. You guys could be getting into the mid thirty points, which is more points than anybody has right now uh, with some wins. So I mean the, the, it's still on the table. You know it's still it's still available to any team right now to climb back in and really make an impact. Obviously it's a tougher road, but there's a lot of season left, and you have pretty good horses, I'd say. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like the Winston match really activated uh, like a, a Modi inspiration in me because I got a lot of respect for Winston because like he was, uh, you know, someone I managed before and I've been really impressed watching him this season. And, and that, that last pay-per-view against Winston, like it, it I, I joked, but it wasn't really joking. Like I'm, I'm much more hungry for that Modi now that we're in the second half of the season. I felt very stagnant while coronavirus was happening because we had all of this set up. We had all these plans and that just couldn't happen. But now in singles, a lot of my players that haven't gotten the chance to actually play at all, much less play the way they're used to. Like, I think the singles tournament is really where the quirky mercs are going to shine. I feel like it's going to change and, and surprise a lot of people. And you're right. It's anybody's game. And, and, you know, Finstock has been a force to be reckoned with seeing, seeing the, the Tyler Durden to my Jack with, uh, with going up against Gucci has been fascinating. Uh, but I don't think anyone's so far ahead that there's not competition from anyone, even the Drews. Yeah. Anyone can win this beast. Cause now it's getting interesting. You know, I, last week when the guys were on the show here, I, I brought up the point and I said, look, based, you know, based on the, the wins and losses that have happened, this is just a, the reality going into this team's match. They were 0 and 5, you know, it was, it was two, two singles losses, a, a tournament team's loss or a, sorry, a title team's loss, plus the, the two losses in New York technically against Dan. And uh, that seemed to, that seemed to piss off Fibiani. I got to be honest. It, it was a fact. It was a real thing. Um, but my question is that chip on his shoulder, that chip on their shoulder, do you feel like there's a lack of respect Shazam is fighting against? Do you feel that? Is that something inside the faction or am I just imagining it? I, I feel like, you know, in the moment I was there, I, I was watching and I was there for, for the reaction show with, uh, with Brendan as well. I try to, I try to pop up for my Mercs, but I definitely feel like it got to Bibiani because of the scope of Hmm. the the context within it like i definitely bibiani takes this more seriously than i mean you know it's up there with you and christian like he loves this yeah yeah. it's it's a world for him so no one wants to hear their oh and five and it's a very it's a very interesting statistic because of the scope of what shazam has done the scope of what bibs has done so i think just that that black and white phrasing it definitely you know it got him there but i don't think that when he plays that is a factor. Like the moment the lights come on, so to speak, Bibbs does not think, oh, and five. Bibbs thinks, what's this match? I'm playing who's the boss. This doesn't matter. We're right here. So for me, that was how we went into the last match. With final exam, we weren't looking at everything that came before or what was coming after. We weren't looking at who's the boss with final exam. We were looking at final exam. So I'm not worried about my team as far as the match. I'm just making sure that, you know, when we go into this, the horse blinders are on the right way. That's fair. That's totally fair. Riley, look, uh, you know, jumping on the other side of this thing, obviously we talk about lack of respect and it's something you and I have talked about a little bit. You are a two-time singles winner. You've played in title matches with two different teams. You're in this position now. You're going into the very first round of the singles tournament. You've got a, a you know good shot with me here. Who's the boss? How yeah. does that weigh on you, man? I mean, I feel like I feel like you're in this faction. You 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 realize all the time. You know, Dan and Roke are always getting all this hype, and 
And I feel like that's got to piss you off a little too. Well, I think it, 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 it doesn't piss me off as much as it, it's interesting, right? It's, I see that. And there's, there's a, there's a hesitancy to, to want to, or there's, there's a lure to say, I want to be as good as my boys. Right. And be like the, the Merle and the, the Rokas. But that's the thing about all of this that people forget about with me, especially is that I'm, I am the first champion. I am also the first two-time champion to do it. I'm a sneaky one. I'll, I'll always end up here. And so yeah, I feel like I'm count out, but that just makes me work harder and also focus on the game going, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm as good as Merle. I'm going to show you. But that's against the game that I play. I, I know how to play my game and it's perfect to be coming at this time because Ben, you and I, we, we have some business. Both of us have the same goal and we come at it very differently. And when we get together, that's when the magic happens. So I, I'm really just really excited to see it come this Friday because um, singles tournament aside right now, this is what I'm focused on. And that same kind of um, motivation, I would say, just to play the game I know how to play and to have fun is going to carry me into the, the singles championship. We can start talking about, you know, all the other things later on down in the tournament. I, I'm just excited to get in and finally get, you know, get our feet wet again in this, in this new era that we have to do, which is at home, boys. That's a whole different thing. It's a whole different so we got to change yeah. our game just a schmidge, you know, just to figure it out and uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I haven't gotten to play. I haven't gotten to play the the at home situation yet. So it'll be interesting to see same, all same. the different nuances of uh, whether it's the waiting room or it's the just all of it. I, I you know internet connections. It feels like a whole different a whole different animal. So um, you know, Riley, you and I obviously have have played in a title match. We lost the Shire Wolves. You had yep. played with Wolves of Steel uh, and you know gotten very close and lost. Yeah, so yeah. you know we're gearing up here for another run. Um, to you know, we we have this Shazam match. It matters. It means a lot to us both. Yeah. And if we take care of business and we're playing either corruption or founding fathers, what would the team's title at this point in your career mean to you? I mean, that would, that would be, that would be an icing on top, but, I'll, but I also, and I say this in the best way because I'm Yodi and I, and I like, and I like to play this game and I have a lot of respect for all the competitors and the fans, especially that built this, but there is a, the part of me that really does want to shut everybody up who counts me out because they do it so fast. It seems like it's always so, you know, and I have moments that illustrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are moments in my game that I work on very, very hard. And, you know, I was asked the other day, yesterday when I was on with Jen and with Brad, it's like, you know, that legacy, you know, am I the same Yodi who, you know, won the belt the first time? And it's like, no, I am nowhere near that same person. I have evolved with the game and I'm still that guy that if you say you're playing Yodi, I know everybody in the league will go, gosh. I know right, I man. put fear in people because I will. You, you mentioned with Oyama. Oyama plays a great game. I, I, I see a lot of me in him because I'm going to study. I'm going to uh, use strategy. I'm going to do the work that's needed. And then I'm, I'm the guy that did it first. So you got to watch out for that always, always, always. And so let's take that into Friday, dude, because it's going to be really, really fun. If I'm having my game where I'm enjoying the hell out of it and you're playing the best of your game, hi, Koi, look out. I'm not taking this lightly this Friday. Oh, I know you are, and I love you for it, buddy. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. I'm not amongst the people on your list of not putting respect on your name. I I consider. Oh yeah, yeah, present company excluded, and then I say that in a in a fun, the schmodown way. I can't wait 
to to prove a lot of people that might you know think that I might do another first rounder you know, get out of there on the first round. I mean, let's hope not, but my God. Yeah, we, we know what this match is Friday. And I think that's, that's the exciting part is this is a worthy pay-per-view. This is a sure worthy thing. Friday night match. And what I've been really enjoying Here's is my the fact donated that this $20. feels like. Talk your talk, Mark. Let's go. <laughs> Ferris, my boy. Calling Whiskers, big time salute to you, brother. Good to see you. Thanks for being here. This feels like a Friday night sport. This feels like that big of an event for Friday. So I agree. This is, this is quite the thing. And I, I hope people know what they're getting into. I think people that are underestimating either one of you are fools. So I know this is going to be quite the match. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's crazy. That's the undercard. I mean, I, I got to say, I'm really excited. You know, it's a number one contender match against these guys. Um, I go in with a tremendous amount of confidence three and zero against your guys. So I feel really good about that. You know, I've never lost to these guys and, uh, I granted, no, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I take, I, I take that back. Um, no, no, it is just three. No, I, for a second there, I thought I forgot beating Bibiani another time, but no, it's just, it's just the two times. Um, so anyway, um, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be, it's going to be a really good time. I, I think there's a first time Ooh. for everything and I'm excited because you've never played them under me. You've never played them <laughs> with my tutelage. And I think, I think there's a different thing with both Bibs and the kid being part of my faction. Uh, but again, I'm not going to underestimate Ben or Ben Bateman. I know what I'm getting on Friday, but yeah. uh, you know, I'm gonna go watch Onward. Yeah, <laughs> go watch Onward. Yeah, look, man. Look, Koi, I mean, you're a good manager, you know, almost as good as I'm a manager, right? I mean, I did outmanage you in New York. So there's a, there's a <laughs> lot of things. You guys are all you guys are all playing up against something some something good this Friday, I got to say. Anyway, that's enough smack talk. I, I'm just the host here. It's not like I, I'm impartial, you know? I'm just, Yo, I'm just hosting yeah. the show. Flip, oh, yeah, I'll flip the switch. The that's the funniest flip the joke switch you've ever back. told, ben. I, Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, impartial is the word. I, that's your middle name, Ben. I totally buy that. That's definitely how this goes. <laughs> I believe uh, me when I got that text, I was like, does he want me on because he wants me on backstage? Or is this Ben trying to be like, let's talk to Koi before Friday? And I said yes to both because I'm not worried, but I am here. She was like, <laughs> hey Bateman, do you want to host a show about Schmodown? And I was like, well, can I can I host a show under the guise of being a host, but actually just take jabs at every competitor in the league every week? <laughs> and he was like, uh, I don't know. And I said, Well, if I can do that, I'll host it. No, I'm just kidding. That didn't really happen. You're Tom Brady and you've got the footballs. You're like slowly deflating off camera like at the same time. Hey, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I, I still host the show when I lose matches. That's the bottom line. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's it true. sucks. It's true. I, I, lost, I lost in Atlanta and I still hosted the show the next week and I had to sit there and take it. So that's just is what it is. Uh, I, I don't know if I have either of you guys for many minutes past two, but we have a couple Streamlabs and Super Chats. So either one either can stick around for a minute. I can go by five minutes past two. I could do for sure. All right, so Trash Panda, Perry over Mike in the tournament. Go Mercs. Yeah, uh, people are definitely sleeping on Perry. Um, I think that Perry is so hungry after her exhibitions. Uh, and I think that Perry is, people were surprised uh, she was not drafted earlier. And I was so glad she wasn't drafted earlier. So I, you know, I got a little biased, but I got to say, I agree. I think it's definitely a potential first round upset right there. You know, Mike uh, gambled again. Um, and, you know, that gamble paid off in Inner Geekdom. We'll see if it pays off in the, in the singles. And look what we did to, to Mike and Inner Geekdom. Like, people didn't think Greg could even play against Mike. And I think we did pretty True. great. So, people are playing very differently limit. under the Mercs than they played by themselves. And that's, that's all I got to say. Perry's one of the old school. I mean, she came in there with Jonathan way back when, and they had themselves to run. Yeah, tough beat. So, and Perry being one of my friends, and Perry who I've worked with for years, yeah, don't sleep on Perry. So that's <laughs> gonna be that's gonna be fun. Mike Mike's got his hands full. I'm sure he knows that. 
Absolutely. All right. Uh, let me get to these before you guys get out of here. Um, just wondering uh, from Canada rocks, just wondering how the betting round will work online for teams. Will each player bet as an individual or will one team leave to let the other team collaborate on the answer? Uh, I would think probably to let them discuss their betting, they'll do the whole separate rooms thing would be my guess. I would have to think cause, cause it is really important to be able to talk about it. It's either that, or it's going to be like we saw with Gucci and Merle with the, when they had the code language, um and they were talking about what number to bet you know that which eh, i mean maybe that's just what the modern era you know requires um but also i, I, I think know. like just the betting round in general because like i mean it's a team discussion again you know with the with the five pointer doesn't matter because there's no steals and you know they can't answer but you guys are both being asked the same question so i think it might be you know heading back into the into the separate stream yard room and then you know one betting round at a time and then, you know, you don't know what the other team bets. Uh, and then, like, just like the speed round, okay, you come back, here are the scores. All right, now let's move on. Mm. Right. That's what mm. I'd expect, especially after, you know, the, uh, seeing how that's working, like, with this most recent pay-per-view and everything else. I think that's that's a more efficient method, and it's it's more sportsmanly. I think that's the way to go, but I, I'll have to see. Uh, Trash Panda, question for Koi. Ben is definitely going to try and get in Shazam's head on Friday. <laughs> Not going to ask how to combat that. Just asking if it's practice for wink, wink. Hashtag quirky merch 2020. If you think that we don't know that Ben's going to do that, you're, you're looking at the wrong facts. And so, yes, not to say how we're aware of it or how we might combat it, but I do appreciate your, uh, your concern. Uh, it is a bit unwarranted, that concern. Um, I know that I see as soon as the sport's over as a very different person. Like I said, there's a Ben, there's a Ben Bateman, there's my buddy, Mark Riley, and there's Mark Riley who I have to face on Friday. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm well aware of the competitive nature of this sport. I'm well aware of it's not just answering questions right, but the best part is so are Shazam. So both as a leader of my faction, as an individual that loves this sport, as a manager, not a player, I'm very well aware and I'm very excited to show that we are going to play very differently under, under the perky Merc flag. Nice. I like yeah, it. You know, there's no, I don't think there's any getting in anyone's head in a digital match. I just don't think it happens. So I think we're just going to be playing, you know, playing a clean game straight across the table and uh, it'll be what it'll be. You know, I I'm already in their heads. They can't escape that. So going into the match, I know, I, I know exactly how this is going to go. I'm just going to sit there and smile, put sunglasses on. Um, but, guys, but guys, by the way, you know, we're just about, done with the uh, the show here in a few minutes but i do want to remind everybody here please hit that thumbs up and there's almost 400 of you watching and like 100 some odd likes so let's try to even those out and any last stream labs or super chats here before we lose the guys sure uh nerdy glasses should managers be able to talk to their players on a separate stream for their thir or for their 60 seconds so they could talk in private without competitors and the audience overhearing them or at least have the option if they want to i I understand that, but I think it's just like for appearances sake, keeping everything above board. Um, yeah. And not that I don't think anyone in this league would cheat, but you saw even, you know, when Molly Damon came in and high fived or when Alex came in and high fived Molly after her win, yeah. I, you saw a few people freak out about it, even though they're yes. married and they live together. And yes, <laughs> and he's going to go high five his wife. Like when she wins her first Modown match. Um, so just, I, I like, you know, what Tom and Dan did with the baseball signals, with the code words. I think that's where online, online matches are heading. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the truth of the matter is with the, with the whole like talking off screen thing, I actually think that there's probably a better system to run some of the discreet talk to a manager stuff. Problem is we're now setting a precedent with the matches that have been happening. This is kind of what we're going to have to do for at least the tournament. And it probably like maybe at the end of the season, if it's still digital for the first half of next year or something, we have to update. But for now, I think you have to go with what's been done because it's just unfair. The teams that had to do it publicly, then if you all of a sudden make it that we can have offline talks with our managers. Right. Um, I do think that like the ability to have a one-on-one with your manager when you're struggling is really important and doing it publicly is a different challenge. Um, you know, I'm sure those guys would love to jump off screen with you, Koi, and talk to you during the match. Cause I mean, we, they're going to need to, but um, it's, they're going to have to do it publicly. They're just going to have to deal I, with it and, and, and just deal with it. You know, <laughs> I feel like it's very interesting. You think that the digital is going to remove a lot of elements that are very important. Uh, there is a, a subversion of expectation, even digitally having played some mm. matches digitally. Um, but again, I'm not worried. Like I I'm, I'm flattered and honored to be playing you guys, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm playing the following Friday. So I, I'm not really like, I'm not pacing myself to not go up again, but I don't think that we're not prepared to have those in-person conversations. Cause I know yeah. that I'd say the same things in front of you as I'd say over here, uh, just like right. me being on the show this week, like we're playing in a couple of days and I'm right here going like, I ain't scared. So uh, I, I, I'm just excited, man. And I like that the fans get to see what managers do because there was a lot of talk season six, like what's the point of a manager. And now they get to understand there's a, a giant purpose and, and the game's a very different game this year because of digital yep. and because of managers. So I think it's for the best. They show that 60 seconds and it's just a preventative from 87 Facebook threads that don't need to exist about a high five. So I think it's for the best. <laughs> For sure. And then last one question for Bateman. How are you preparing for your team's match against Shazam at the same time prepping for your singles match against Guy? Is it two times the mm. usual workload? And I mean, I can no. ask that to, to Mark Riley as well, because he's got a singles match coming up against yeah. uh, Video Drew. Right. I mean, you know, our prep is, I mean, I do prep based on the competitor. So, you know, Bateman and I are coming together and we're having our meetings and I'm just doing what I what I need to do to get my head in the game. So that's, uh, it's kind of something that I just don't really share out loud. Uh, it's something that I keep with that Ben, Ben and I do a lot of talking though. Uh, once yeah, we have you though, partner, we have a pretty good system worked out. You know, I definitely think that that we, and we've evolved it the last year, you know, I mean, I mean, yeah. who's the boss has played more matches as a team now than almost any team, right? We we've been around mm -hmm. and partners as long as I think, all of the, the those long lasting teams now from the corruption tournament. So right. I think at the end of the year, depending on what happens, you know, some of these teams will break up, but I, I think we developed a lot of what we're good at together. And I, I use that in preparation for teams and for singles. Um, it's, you know, we have a guideline that's really helpful. It's like, yeah, we had, to, we had to create that system, but that system exists and it's, it's, it works pretty well. Yeah. That system did get created. A lot of it, has to do with the play that I've done with Ben in, in the tournament, corruption starting it, and then here we are, or anarchy, anarchy I should say, starting it. And now, uh, what, almost two years later, uh, I'm using different things to prep for the singles. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, well, that's the last question. It sounds like we have, uh, you know, from, from, from you guys uh, here for these folks, unless there's any, any last ones trickling in. Um, if I got to let you guys go, I got to let you guys go, because I know you both had outs at two. Um, I can I can hang with Goddard here and we can chat a little bit more about some of the rest of the tournament um, as well. So thanks for coming on, both you guys. Koi, we'll I'm see you so Friday. honored to be playing you guys Friday. I'm really excited.
I'm excited. Yeah, man. I can't wait to see you on the other side of the internet in a couple days. And, uh, you know, let's do some movie trivia, man. Yes. Yeah, Coy, tell it. your guys, tell your guys good luck. And, and, and they have nothing to worry about. It's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun Friday. You just tell them, don't worry about anything. Okay. They have oh, nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about. I will, I will tell them how correct you are. We're very excited to, uh, you know, win or lose or win. Friday's going to be great. I love that they're both lurking in the chat and they haven't commented yet. So anyway, um, have a ha have a good one, guys. And I'm, I'm going to bring Goddard on here so we can we can jovially laugh about all this. Um, all right. Bye. See you guys. Bye, bye, guys. Bye, bye. All right. That was fun. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> you just can't help yourself. You cannot help yourself. And it's it's honestly hilarious. <laughs> what do you mean I can't help myself? I've, I've got I've got I've got matches coming up, man. I don't always have matches coming up. So when I when I have matches coming up, I gotta I gotta lean into it, you know? Yeah. So uh is it I do want to ask you, Ben, uh, is it harder to prepare for like teams like this where John Madden you know, donated twenty dollars? Oh, oh, John the thing with digital is that it's not live. And a conversation <laughs> in front of a camera is less private than one away from the camera. Also, my prediction is that both teams will score, but it's going to come down to who scores more. Thank you, John. John Madden, always with the incredible insight uh, coming over from yeah. SCN. It was pretty great. <laughs> so you, you got you got the kid who's probably one of the best players without a belt, and you got Bibbs, probably the most knowledgeable player in the game. Is it tough? Because, you know, you guys played uh, Odd Couple, got opponent's choice, got spinner's choice, and still had to break the team's record to win that yeah. match. So are you are you pre mentally preparing yourself for that kind of thing, that even if you get opponents and spinners, you're still going to come down to that five-pointer? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're prepared for it, obviously. You know, I mean, I think the, th the thing that's really nice about a three-round match against Shazam is that um, we've had more perfect round twos than any team, right? So Riley, and, and I'll get, and this is the credit I want to give Riley, and I, I wish I had said this when he was here because I've said it to him personally, but he should hear it on air. A lot of people uh, don't understand that Mark Riley is a more knowledgeable player than I am. Mark, just clearly, I, I don't have any hesitation saying it. Mark, Mark knows more than I do. Mark's older than I am. He's been a movie fan his whole life. He's incredibly knowledgeable. He has a great memory. So when we're in round twos and we pull off those 12-0 runs, often it's at least 60% Riley. Now, we work really well together figuring things out. That's one of the great strengths of what we do. And obviously, I've done well enough in my singles career that it's not like I'm void of information. But when it comes to actually getting there, we work so well together that I, I have total confidence in our ability to go 12-0 against Shazam. And yeah. in a three-round match... What that means is it just comes down to the five. So it, it's, I know this is going to be a close match. I know how good these guys are. I've also seen Brendan get rattled before. I've seen it happen a few times. Um, it happened against me. I just happened in this last match, missing the first two. He doesn't always, you know, wilt if he gets rattled, but I've seen it happen. I've also seen Bibbs get rattled before. Now these guys like to pretend and claim that they don't, but I know what happens. I've seen Riley get rattled before. That's just the truth. It's happened. He doesn't get rattled when he doesn't get rattled when he plays with me, though. That's the one. That's the one thing. It's never happened. So, uh, I believe as long as we stay calm, we play our game. As Christian likes to say, we stay in the pocket. I know we're going to win, but it is going to come down to that five point question. I know it. I'm sure of it. And pr I'll tell you what. Preparing for these guys, Goddard, this is the hardest team to prepare for there is, and I can tell yeah. you exactly why. Um, Brendan is is outwardly uh, vocal about the fact that he's very good at movie release dates and he's very good at Oscars. He said, I know this from talking to him in the first place. He's also said it on shows. Yeah. Classically, those are the two categories. Those are my lazy categories that I'll put on. <laughs> like I put them on many times because I'm good at them and everyone knows that I like those categories. So if I'm playing someone that knows all information and I think I can get an edge, I'll usually go for those categories. 
Can't use him against Brent. I didn't use him against him in singles. I knew I couldn't. Bibiani is horrible at movie release dates. It's an angle you can attack Bibiani with. Doesn't matter. He's got Brendan. Yeah, Brendan. So, so to play against these guys, you have to go an extra, extra, extra level. Um, and, and there's not much. There's not much you can do in terms of going for a knockout punch. I did what I could against these guys last year. And I've you know, pretty openly talked about what I did. So I can't go back to the well. So yeah. we don't have a lot of moves. We have to just outplay these guys, which we will. But that's how we're going to have to win. Yeah. That's it. And there is something like just kind of refreshing about that, that a team that's just hard to scheme against, you just have to beat them. And, that, you know, I, I love the schemes. I love strategy. Like, you know, coming from a sports background and everything like that, you, you play and you strategize against it and you find holes in the defense. You find, you know, you pick on the weakest player or something like that. But when there are no weak players, when there really isn't like a scheme or when you've used up a scheme and this is like, you know, the rematch, you're like, we just got to be better today. That's it. Exactly. I love that. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. Yeah. It's like people always say, people always say to me, uh, you know, on shows, they'll be like, well, what about Tyler Perry? And it's like, you can't bring that back against anyone ever again. And Bibbs is the kind of person that would just like jokingly binge Tyler Perry to talk about how much he loves them. (laughs) Totally. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I mean, so, so, I mean, there's only so many categories, there's only so many angles uh, and most of them are pretty prominent. Like, and so there's, that's, that's how the match is going to go. Now, look, the truth is, and you've seen it happen. You, you know, you've played singles and teams and interdict them. So, you know, sometimes you get lucky, things go your way. You have a good day. And sometimes things just don't quite break your way. You answer B when it should have been a, it's a two point steal. It's the whole match, you know? And with guys like this, it comes down to round two. And I mean, you saw it happen when, when who's the boss played against the family. It was yeah. literally the difference. It was literally the difference of the Titanic question of the painter. That was the match. We lost because of the one steal. Yep. And it's what happens. So I know these guys are good enough to beat us. I mean, Shazam's a championship level team. If they, if, Cham- if Shazam wins and, and they play corruption or founding fathers, they become the champions this year. It's not like there's any part of me that's going to be surprised. Um, I just think that we are a little bit more prepared. I think we are a little more equipped to win this game. Um, but I also know how much it would mean to these guys. I, I, I relentlessly talk smack about these two. Um, you know, I do it lovingly, sort of. But um, I, I do it relentlessly yeah. I, because I, it works. Because I'm in these guys' heads, you know? <laughs> so speaking of Corruption Founding Fathers, you know, that's the, the headliner for this uh, amazing undercard match. So... What are you thinking of this one? Because you got, you know, John coming off a hell of a, a hell of a game against Ethan, overtime loss, you know, literally one syllable away from at least continuing that game, uh, a one-pointer away, you know, Boris Karloff away from, from pulling, I don't want to call it an upset, but pulling the win out. And then you have Dan with another overtime victory in a championship match um, yeah. against, you know, Mike and Chance coming off an amazing run in the Inner Geekman Tournament literally corruption playing corruption in the finals you know showing up in uh in uh lays and hula shirts and tiki drinks taking the day off almost um so who do you who do you favor in this one you know they'll ask you to try and take your bias out of it but i know you won't and i'm okay with that i mean look here's the thing think that chance is one of the great rising stars of this league um the only player that i take more shots at than bibiani is kalinowski so um i I think Kalinowski is a phenomenal interkeekdom player. I think he's a really, really good teams player. Um, and he's a good singles player. But I think the combination of those two together, look, they've, they've won a lot of important matches against a lot of great teams. They have. And it's not like no player is immune to, to, to the crumble. 
I've crumbled. We've all done it. So look, I take the, the, I take Dan always, <laughs> always, always take Dan. Yeah. So it's not a bias. It's just, you take the, you take the greatest cause he's the greatest. And the thing about Dan that's so interesting to watch is that it's not like he wins because he just knows the most. He doesn't win because he constantly gets spinner's choice. He doesn't win in one way. And when it doesn't go that way for him, he wins all different. And he does it so consistently has, and has done it for so long. But I lose you? No? Uh, a little bit. Uh, uh, he does uh, it. I like that for a second. Start with uh, spinners and opponent's choice. That is where I lost it's, you. It's not like he wins just because he gets spinners or, or something like that. He, he wins in all different ways. And he's been doing it for so long that when you watch Dan now, it's like you got to just give him the credit of like, he's just the best. He's Tom Brady of the Schmodown. He always will deliver, right? Yeah. And even when he doesn't, even if he doesn't win, he'll always get close. So like, if you're taking a team here, if it's corruption versus founding fathers, you take Dan Merle, right? You take the best player on the court. Yeah. Um, now that doesn't mean that founding fathers can't lose. Of course they could, you know, corruption's also great. We've seen corruption beat the Shire wolves. We've seen, they've got the winning record things. against founding fathers too. Right. So two yeah, to one. So, and if this is not a live crowd, I know Orlando shook the crap out of those guys. Yeah. Um, so we'll see, but yeah, if I'm a betting man, that's, that's what I'm taking. I can't wait. I'm so happy that my match will be done. I'm so yeah. happy my match will be over so I can just lock in and watch the teams match. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, look, it's, it's for, for our match. It's especially, we just like Riley and I had that great run when, when anarchy started and we almost got the title, you know, we were so close. And ever since that Shirewolves loss, we've always felt like, I think like all the great teams feel like everybody feels the same way, which is like, give me a couple matches in a row and I'll get the title. Yeah. Exactly, I know that's how Bibbs and Brendan feel. Right. I definitely know that's how corruption feels. Every good team is like, I'm sure, I'm sure uh, Paul and Lon are like, man, give me, just give us, just give us a couple matches. We'll win the title. Right. Like, Oh, they'll be back for the team's tournament for sure. Final exam. Yeah. Great. In the, those two matches. Totally. And we've just felt that way for so long, you know, losing in the 2019 tournament, obviously to the family was disappointing for us. So that win against odd couple was like, all right, we're the same team. We can do this. We know we can win. Um, yeah. And so that's how, that's how we feel about it. I, I'm excited for both. I think it's going to be great. If you guys have not already gotten your pay-per-view tickets, go to the schmodownlive.com. You can get your tickets now. Um, or if you're a patron, go to patreon.com slash the schmodown. Um, it is, as we always say, patreon.com slash schmodown. No, the damn it. So it's the, shm it's the schmodownlive.com patreon.com slash schmodown. <laughs> Such a fail. I got it right last show. And then I yes. failed again this show. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Schmodown. Go check that out. Uh, yeah, get your get your, your membership now. The $10 tier gets you all of the pay-per-view streams. And, you know, this has been like title month. Um, we have a bunch more coming up. We do. Uh, yeah, man. It's going to be it's gonna be great. Go ahead. So one, one last question, because, you know, we had Marisol on right now, and we saw, you know, James White with that great comeback victory. Um, we haven't seen Sabrina or Vinny yet, but those are two strong. Like, we saw what Vinny could do, and we know Sabrina's got a wealth of knowledge. And then Adam Collins looked great in his in his match. Uh, you know, do you are you kind of glad that you're not in this singles tournament? You know, obviously you're one match away from a title, but even if you were two matches away, even if you you know uh, if you were two matches away or something like that, would you be glad that like oh wow, even if I got because you you probably it would it would have been a toss up between you know you Bibbs or Paul for that last you know number one seed. Um, are you glad you're not playing any of these uh these play-in players? Because everyone, you know, on paper, everyone's like, oh yeah, 
whoever plays Bibbs, Paul, Roca, Irwin, or Dan, like that's a that's an easy win for them. But now we've seen all these playing matches besides one, and all three of these competitors look strong. Are you glad? Like, not that you're glad, because I know you you'll play anyone any day. But are you looking forward to seeing some of these number one seeds go up against these playing matches? Oh yeah, dude. There's no, there's no zero. There is zero part of me that feels any any sense of envy for that singles tournament. I look at I look at those matchups on paper. Uh, I look at what I have been starting to hear, some of the rumblings of a couple of the matches that have been taped, and I'm just, I just have no interest. I like I, <laughs> I, I look when Sam retired. When Sam retired back in 2018, the beginning of the year. People look back on that and they think, well, he just wanted to walk out on top because he was Sam Levine. He defended twice, you know, two singles defenses and a team's defense. Like, that's crazy. But the truth of the matter is, every player is beatable. If somebody like Bibiani, with what he knows, can lose as, as many times in big, big moments as he can lose, he knows everything. That guy literally knows everything. It's just a question of the questions you get. People want to get in that guy's head and say that he chokes. He just sometimes doesn't know the answers and it just happens to be in bad moments. And that guy literally knows everything. If Irwin can go and play Dan in the match that we just saw and lose, playing the way he played, I mean, you see these matches, it makes you realize, like, Sam just knew he was going to lose eventually. Somebody would beat him. He'd, maybe he was going to lose the next title shot that he played. And then all of a sudden, his legacy gets tarnished. And I think that's how I feel about it. Is it doesn't matter. I don't know as much as Bibiani. I've been outward, out and open about it. Yeah. If I play that guy 10 times, he might beat me six of them. I don't know. I have no ability to control it, right? Like, so I don't want to put myself in a position to have to play matches when I'm this close to getting titles. And my only goal in the Schmodown anymore, my only goal is to be the greatest of all time. It's just to win more times than Dan. That's it. It's the only thing that I want to do. I want to yeah. win every title. I want to win them the most times. And at the end of the day, I want to be the best that's ever done it. I don't know if I'll play that long. I don't know if I'll stay in the game that long. But that's where long my mind time. is. <laughs> so I know right now I have to go 4-0 to win two titles. That's what's in front of me. I would have to go 5-0 to make a title shot in the singles tournament. So with four wins, I can win two belts. I'm going to yeah. do that if I have a shot. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> uh, John gets over in Super Chat. Some glitch just happened on my phone. It says new mutants to get served of it are all on sale. Uh, also, going to see my first movie in theater since March in two days. Be careful, Amazing. John. Yeah, That's exactly, awesome. Dude. Just you know, just be safe. <laughs> so, Big time salute. Uh, call sign Robin. I'm excited for you, man. And thanks for the Super Chat. I appreciate it. Is there any, you know, I know this is uh, Shimona backstage, but is there any movie you'd go see in theaters right now? Like, is there any movie in the history of cinema that could get you to a theater in LA right now? Uh, it depends, right? Like, like, okay, if it was a press screening of Tenet and they were like, hey, we're going to bring 20 of you guys in, you're going to sit in different parts of the theater. Possible. I go see it and then I get tested right after. And I just basically, if I've contracted COVID, I just quarantine for two weeks. I mean, Nolan's like a you know, I was, I had lunch with Dan the other day and we were talking about Lawrence of Arabia and, and David Lean and how like David Lean's name by today's standards is somebody most kids in high school have never heard of. I would say most people in their thirties have never heard of David Lean. Right. But like David Lean in his era is Christopher Nolan. He's like, he's making enormous, crazy epics that are challenging the you know conventions of film. I mean, Steven Spielberg became a filmmaker because of Lawrence of Arabia. So like, that's what Christopher Nolan is, right? There's only a few yeah. people like that. So I think probably, I think probably I would, I would, do it um maybe not though i don't know it's it's weird dude i i literally dude i was thinking about this i haven't had any contact with any of my press contacts at any studio in six months that's uh, crazy I, I haven't they haven't reached out to me i like smaller pr companies have reached out to do interviews but in terms of screenings like studio screenings i haven't had any interaction i was thinking about reaching out to everybody just to be like hey do you, 
do you still work for this company? <laughs> you know, like, is that even ever, ever going to happen again? I, like, as a critic, are we ever going to start seeing movies? Because right now, you can see some of these movies. Theaters are opening. People are seeing, fans of movies are going to start seeing movies I have no ability to see. There's no open movie theaters. So yeah. unless they send me a screener at my house or something like that, I can't see movies that people are going to be asking me out on streams. They're going to see them in their theaters. So that's crazy. That's a weird thing. Yeah. And I mean, like, uh, who knows, like, when that will happen? Like, you know, I for the love of God, I hope like new releases, Tenant doesn't get put on new releases before we get to see it in theaters here. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, we got this the super chat here from yeah. uh, Cobra Commanders. Polyama finds himself standing up with hands in view at all times with a whiteboard while others use a pen and paper crunched over with hands out of view. Should the league standardize this? Look, um, first thing, there's 192 likes and 300 plus watching. Hit the thumbs up button, guys, before we get out of here. Second thing, yeah, like it's really hard to 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 actually fix the standardization of this. Um, I one thought I had the other day was like, so we're all sitting here, so Goddard, like you look at your camera off to the left, right? But your monitor is directly in front of you. That's the way you're yeah. set up. So your eyes look like you're off to the side. Mm. So if you're playing in a Schmodown match, how do you, how are you going to do it? Are you going to look at the camera? Or are you going to look at the? Or are you going to look at? Well, the, I'm looking like I have my window like you're right here, but my camera is obviously yep. right there. So I'm I'm looking at you, and but that's thing is like even like I'm at a desk right here, and I have my, you know, I've got my whiteboard, but like I don't I don't want to be writing up here. Like I'm just I'm just writing down here, but it it you know. Like I had to, you know, in my Robert Parker match, I had to like, look like I'm relaxed like this. Cause otherwise, like I just have my hands at my sides. So I do I, like what, yeah, right. what Paul does, but it's, it's hard to keep your hands like, you know, in front, like Abby Friel even like made a, a joke that I was like doing this the whole time in my final exam match, just cause I was trying to do something with my hands while they were on screen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was thinking about it. I, you know, I don't want to sit here like this. Right. Yeah. I'm not, in, I don't really want to do this. Like I, and I don't want to like lean my elbows like this. That's kind of weird. I'm really in close. You know, I have this giant whiteboard. This is the whiteboard I have. It's oh my huge. God. What the hell? <laughs> and I have this, I have a box light here. And I try to turn it. It like hits the light. Like there goes the pen. I mean, the whole thing is super <laughs> awkward. Um, you know, <laughs> so, so What's like, that whiteboard? <laughs> Well, that's a whiteboard I got for other reasons. I mean, it's a whiteboard that I obviously got for like goal setting and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna buy a new. <laughs> I thought Ethan's was big enough. <laughs> but it's like, oh wait, man. wait till you see this thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, oh, bigger great. is better. Um, so uh, yeah, I think I think. Look, here's the truth, guys. Season seven is gonna have a giant asterisk. It's just what it is. Um, even you know. It, it just is. <laughs> I, I, there's no other way to say it. And I, all I the things that, that we're trying to. Yeah, I do agree that everyone needs to have at least like what Dan was doing um, in his in that champions match. He had like three by five cards and he would hold it up to that, like with a Sharpie that. But like, yeah, the pen and pad and paper and stuff. Oh, it's it gets me too. well, let me ask you this. So here's another question I have. And I just I just thought of this one. So here's my camera right here. Right. And here's my screen down here. So I'm looking in here and I'm answering questions. My hands are up. All right, but I find out what the categories are right before the match, right? So yeah. you get the wheel. So who's to say that somebody's not going to pull up the IMDb page of their two toughest categories on their screen right here in front of them and just leave them on the screen? Now, they're sitting here answering questions, and they're looking at the camera, but they at least have the help of some, some amount of information, whatever can be fit on their screen that they don't have to interact with. That's the easiest thing I've ever heard of. That is literally, it's your computer screen is what you study with. It's in front of you. They can't see it. Someone's going to cheat. There's just like that, that blew my mind. Right. I can't believe like nobody's even brought this up yet. That seems like the easiest way to cheat in the world. So, 
uh, I think there's an honor system. I think there will always be questions about what happens this season, unfortunately. Yeah. It sucks for everybody who's going to win this season because I think there will be so many holes poked. I think if who's the boss wins, you know, we're going to be champions forever. And if Shazam wins, there'll be a huge asterisk. I think that's just what it is, you know? Um, it, it is tough. And, and, you know, it is a lot of, it's just a lot of trust. And, you know, luckily, like everyone in this league that I've met, like I'm not shading, you know, I haven't met Marisol, but I'm not saying she's cheated or anything, but I know that they're good, trustworthy people. But yeah, Ben, I have five screens right here. You don't think yeah. that I could literally just be like, oh, what is that? Like, you know, or, you know, have the... We see people putting like we've gotten better about it, but you know people putting answers in the in the live chat, uh, and you're just like, oh, there it is. Like it's it's very it's very easy to cheat, but you know you just have to trust that it's not worth it. Like it's not worth it. To it do almost it feels like it almost feels like what you what we need is like we need to have like a like a second. Everybody needs like their camera and like a second camera behind them or something yeah. like that. Like a like a room cam. I don't know. That's I, I just I don't even know how else you would enforce it. But yeah, it it sucks. It's a it's a bummer. I know like the one the one saving grace of the Schmodown that I think I would say kind of saves us from this is that I think anybody who's been at it as long as like the vets have, I I would never want to cheat in this game because it's I don't get paid enough. It's not like a, do you know what I'm saying? There's the, yeah. um, the benefits of being good at it are so pride driven. They're so like just you've been at it and you just want to win. Like that's what it is um, that I think to cheat at that feels like you're betraying yourself more than yeah. anything else. It, it would feel like such a, so gross. I love this thing so much. And we, you know, I'm not out there getting paid a million dollars a year to do it. And I think if there was a maybe a greater benefit or something like that, maybe people would be more motivated to cheat, but there isn't. So it's just, you just are ruining the thing for yourself that probably you've spent an extraordinary amount of time at. Um, and yeah, you're cheating. Like cheating the system, I think, is bad for everyone. But but there's a lot of rookies. There's a lot of rookies and, and players that don't play as often that are not as immersed. Maybe that you know don't care as much. So I don't know. I I really hope people don't cheat. I, I think it would be very sad to find out that something great that had happened in this league was result of it. But uh, yeah, yeah, and I, I just don't think anyone would do that because I think you know I feel like I heard like someone got caught cheating like in the fan leagues and got you know banned forever or something like that. But and I just again like you said we don't get we're not, there's no like player incentives. Like, Oh, I made it to the, the team's tournament. I get a, a, a bonus. Like there's no like incentives yeah. or contracts or anything like that. We got one more from trash band before we head out. And then I saw a super chat right there from Cobra commander. Uh, we're seeing a lot of missed five pointers lately. Do you think yeah. the digital format is a factor there? No, it's, I can tell you exactly what that is. It's yeah. What's happened is so yes, we're going to go two minutes long here. Cause I have a lot of thoughts about this. All right. Um, basically, the way the Schmodown has been constructed for a long, long time is that the five-point question is, it can be anything. Christian will call it a magic box. There are tons of categories, and you get asked questions, and sometimes it's something as simple as, like, what 1984 film stars? Great. I don't know. Whatever. You know, so, so something that's a little more obscure, maybe, right? Like, I know yeah. Riley and I missed, like, what former football star stars is the main guy in Earthquake disaster movies right it's a 70s movie i've never watched earthquake and it's charlton heston that's an easy question drew mcqueen he's like oh earthquake easy for him that's around one question for drew mcqueen so all yeah. he has to know is be aware of that movie and it used to be that you sometimes you'd get that or sometimes it would be you know what are kate beckinsale and and uh john cusack shopping for in serendipity when they meet right it's gloves and bibiani you get that one i missed um and that's a hard question how are you <laughs> You have to know something about that movie to guess gloves. Yeah. I've said it a hundred times. Lars. 
I don't know that movie. There's no way I'm going to guess Lars. I can't just guess it. It's just a name. There's a billion names, right? It's not guessable. So there's a whole spectrum of questions. And I think we all know that. What's obviously happened is that we've seen a lot of matches end with with the difference in the five-point question. And I think it's the writing staff is clearly taking the time now to make sure that the fives on the whole are a little more plot specific and are a little harder, which is means a lot of means a lot of matches are going to end with a missed five pointer, which I don't know is necessarily the best for the game. Uh, but if you're going to make it one way or the other, I'd rather have consistently hard five pointers than 50% hard ones and 50% like who plays, you know, yeah. how many times has Jason Bourne been played by Matt Damon or something like that? You know, just some, some exactly. question that's like, like, and, and again, it, it all comes down to subjectivity because, you know, like both, Ethan and Roka, two of the best players to ever play the game, didn't know NYPD acronym. And like half the chat was like, oh, I grew up with Men in Black. Knock your punk ass down. Like everyone knew, like so many people knew that, but that doesn't make it an easy question. It's just the movies that you've watched. Like you said, like Drew McQueen is going to know 95% of any five pointer from the 80s. And just like, you know, and we saw like Deep 13. It was like, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, like that that really obscure movie. But Alonzo, both their both their matches, both their five pointers, like oh yeah, that. And I was like, okay, no idea. Yeah, and then he, uh, last, knew, he knew who directed Falcon and the Snowman, right? Like John. Yeah, Fester, it was some like, crazy. Oh. And then like John Lithgow portrayed a bunch of people in like some random movie, and I was like, oh, all right, okay. Uh, Cobra Commander, band pen and paper, whiteboards only. You don't have to stand; just zoom out so we can see upper body. Not about cheating, just about just presentation is cleaner. I agree. Yeah, look, man, I really hope that by the time the season's over, we all find out that with new COVID restrictions that have been lifted or something, or there's a new way to do it or treatments or any or fucking vaccine, something. Oh, excuse me. I just cursed. That never happens. Um, and, uh, wow. and we can go back to taping matches because wow. I, I, I want the Schmodown to come back as it, as it was. I miss live events. I, I miss studio tapings. I miss seeing all you guys on, on Saturdays. I miss going somewhere and hanging out with people. I really miss that. Um, yeah. Like just going to going to the bar afterwards, like hanging out all day, like it was it was great. And that's the thing is, I do you know I wanted to ask Marisol, like it, it sucks that like her premiere. I'm so glad everything we've done online. I'm so glad we get still get to have a season. But there's nothing like like you know me and RB3 playing. Like I was like, oh my god, I've dreamed about being on this set for like five years. I've wanted to play in this game for five years, and I'm actually playing. And you know when some, when Mark asked that first question, I was like, oh this is this is real. This is like really happening. So I hope like all the all these uh, rookies like that are getting to play in these online matches get eventually a studio match as well. I miss hanging out with you too, Bateman. I miss hanging out with you too. <laughs> yeah, man. I miss I miss seeing you every three. So uh, guys, I think that's gonna wrap up the show today. I appreciate y'all tuning in for a little bit of a shorter show. Go enjoy Zipper versus Preston up right now on the Schmodown Entertainment Network. Uh, great match. Excited to see that one. Thanks for watching. Go check out Kevin Smith this morning and get your tickets right now for Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. Corruption versus Founding Fathers. Patreon.com slash Schmodown. Join at the $10 level. Get the live stream or go to the Schmodownlive.com and get your pay-per-view tickets. I'll be there. I'll see you guys there. I'll see you there, Bibbs. I'll see you there, Meyer. I know you're still watching. Bye, guys. I will see you this Friday.
Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.